Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Real quick, false nine. Okay. Nate made this quote-unquote popular with his episode. So false nine is your striker, a la Zava, is supposed to drop back and defend, and he is more of a marauding uh, attacker. He's all over the pitch. He gets the ball. He takes the ball. He tries to score. So when you have a a, a nine, a striker, they stay forward. They wait for the ball. They receive the ball back to goal. Try to score. This false nine shit that Nate and had I've never been a fan of the false nine. Pep made this famous. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Paul Paris Nerdcast, where we run down what we are currently watching, focus on the most interesting stories in TV, movies, and video games, and get mad about the smallest details. Mando. Alright. Remind me... I only watched the first 15 minutes of Mando. <laughs> I mean, I watched the whole episode last week. Oh, yeah. But I have had... So this one was um, him and Bo-Katan. Right. I for, or, sorry. Just record. You, oh, you're no, telling are, me. Yeah. See, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. No, I said I'm sorry because I, I mispronounced the name Bo-Katan. Well, is, isn't that the Is what we've agreed on to. And Florida. So, and um, so anyway, they... I didn't realize she was in Star Trek. Not yet. Okay. She will be. That's what everybody wants so that she has like the Holy Trinity, Battlestar, Star Wars, and Star Trek. So Star Trek's not a given yet. No, not yet. Okay. But they got like five new series coming out. Well, it's like Star Wars. Yeah. Twelve. Go ahead. (laughs) I made that number up, but go ahead. We'll get to that later. Um, But yeah, so they... They, she's going. He's traveling with her to help unite, unite the clans. Right, which and, is what you've been saying since like episode three. Right. Like so that's, that's. So she's got to go get her old, her old crew that right? fought that weird sea monster when they first met. Mandal. Not necessarily the Mandalorians, but her. Well, remember Not the episode quite. where where they were on that weird ocean planet? Right. Yeah. Like so But they're not those people backing her up are the ones that left her. But but they're not this is the way. No, they no, is. no, they're they're the helmets off people. Okay. Thank you. Um which is which is what she is and we talked about yeah. that like why is she? Well, why, and, why does she get a hall pass? Uh because the forger decides that She's the one that can unite everybody. And, and knowing that, if she goes to those other people and are like, this is the way, this is the way, they're not going to join you back just up. My mind because she's not only a forger of armor and weapons, she's a forger of... The cleanse. God damn it. it did you know that? No. I've, okay. Yeah. I just I just figured that out. Yeah, God you go. So... Um, but that's okay, when, that makes sense. That's yes. when they go to that weird outlying planet. Yep. yep. Where Jack Black is the magistrate or and Lizzo is the queen. Um, <sighs> Lizzo. Yep. 
Which, like... She, she wasn't playing the flute or the... No, and... I will say... One... I've come back around on Jack Black. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like Martin Short for me. Like, he just goes all out and everything. So, and it was his unlike, band. Yeah. Awesome. Tenacious D. Yeah. Then he got a little out there. Yeah. And well... Now, and now... And, like, every role was the same for a while. Just him being like... He, 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 was, he, he was Tenacious D. Yeah. And now he's come full circle and realizes what's up. Well, and even, too, it's it's been enough time. I appreciate him for who he is. Right. And unlike Phil Mickelson, he's actually a really good human being. Yeah, because so. Phil Mickelson's a douche. <laughs> like, but... Like everybody um, on the PGA. And, you know, and, and they right. clearly and, cast him in that to be... A Jack Black kind of whatever. Now, Lizzo, I will say this, is that... And what I did... It took about maybe 10 minutes for me to come to that point, which is she hasn't had a whole lot of acting roles, so she's no. she's very brand new to it. You know what they call that in the wrestling biz? Green. Right. But uh, by the end of the episode, I, she, she settled into that character. Yes. Um, and it was a little more believable, but like that's you know that's just and 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 to think one of but, your first acting roles is on one of the most popular Star Wars season entities. two at that not well, three like, we're on yeah we're on three are we yeah oh, you know what sorry I was thinking of Boba Fett yeah Fuck, so all that considered. Did a fine job with the role that she was given, and it would, you know, and that's that's something for the kids, so that they can go, hey, it's hip, it's cool. Which would be one of my complaints about this season is pandering a little bit. Yeah, uh, but I should have added that to my. But then brand, they, but, but then they balance that out with throwing in a little Christopher Lloyd in there for I, us old fogies. I, and I get it, and there's a balancing act, and I kind of understand the. The ratings and the reviews and the negative, negative's not the right word, but lower. Well, and again, we're going to, I'll get into it in the last, last segment, but the, I it's, it's one of those episodes I feel is going to be important, but it didn't feel like, and, and I'm talking about that, that little society or yep. that. And we like, said that several weeks ago when it seems like they have these quote unquote throwaway right, episodes, yeah. but but that whole thing they with the old imperial and then, droids and right. then being being able to corrupt them, well, which is well, that's got first order written all over it. Yes, and that all which, you have to do is put a little nanobot in their viscous, <laughs> which cocktail. which which also solidifies the fact that R two. And C-3PO were able to avoid that, right? Right, because they were separated from exactly. all of it. Exactly. Yeah. And R2 had been with Luke for the whole time. But they were droids that... Because even when they got captured by the... Yeah, I'm trying to remember. C-3PO was with Leia the whole time. Correct. Yeah. And then R2 got captured by the sand people. No, not the sand people. The... I was going to... The Jawas. Thank you. Yeah, the Sand Peoples are the... Which is why I was <laughs> apologizing ahead of time. 
But so they're connecting the dots. Like yeah. they canon matters. Yeah. Which was a little odd when those Well, and to and to your point about that is what seemed like a throwaway scene became a a focal point of the second half of it where and I even remember watching the episode when he gets when he goes down into the mines and he gets caught by that creepy one-eyed fucking thing. Yeah, I don't know what that was. But then Bo-Katan comes to save him and she picks up the Darksaber and destroys it. And kind of going like, well, isn't that hers now? Thank you. I said that to the wife. Right. I said, you need to not just know, but like subconsciously on your soul level, just... (laughs) Whatever level, (laughs) you need to know how to wield it. And they have established that since it was introduced. Yeah. Right? That's what the forger was trying to teach him. And he's had a fucking issue. And Bo-Katan picked that up. Like Bruce um, Lee picks up nunchucks. Exactly. (laughs) Like... John Wick picks up a nine millimeter and does gung fu. That's how she and and I immediately went, holy shit! They've been building this, like, yeah. And I know this. Well, isn't... and she was clearly, you know, she grew up being trained how right. to wield it. And and I get the the negativity toward this season, and it's eh, and it is. We still have a couple of where are we at? Seven, six, six. six yeah, two more. Uh, that's a good question. I, I always get uh, Disney and Apple TV's yeah. uh, episode number. But they've established that Excuse me. from the jump with with the Darksaber. So I'm okay with that as long as they follow through. And Yeah, we got two more. There's eight. They're clear... So the past two episodes, last week, I, I must have mentioned Moff Gideon 15,000 times. Oh, and they teased him in the intro. Again. And that, yeah. Again. So, like, he... Well, he go ahead. I was, or I was just going to say is that... And going back to something that we analyzed over and over again, whether it's in passing or do, did it actually, is that this is where, like, Lost always serves as for Hollywood writers, particularly TV writers, of going like, okay, like you have to have that mid-season or a season in the middle of the story yep. that sets up all these little minor things and then and then you close it out. So, and if I don't, they've not made the announcement. And of course there's, as yeah, you're saying, there's a million offshoots of all this. I was just about to say, we'll get to that in a minute. But my guess many... is, is that at the end of this season, they're going to announce that Mandalorian's only going to have like two more seasons. Well, they were talking about... Or maybe, maybe just one more and well, they... thank you. Because I saw Pedro Pascal say there's more. But... Well, we know he's probably going to get a year off from The Last of Us because so, they're going to be doing the other storyline. But They're planting seeds along the way. Yeah. Which is what lost it. Whether they circled back around to him is a different story. But that's well, almost impossible with, with the way television is set up. 
right? As I said, where it's like it seems like the the end goal that they're setting up now is the Mandalorian is going to establish the rise of the new order and Moff Gideon, right, and, and his cohorts, yeah, or the opposite of that. They're trying to stop that. We're the clones. We've got the clone clone army. We were built to stomp out any of this. And right. now the, the Mandos... God, that sounds so... Man bros. <laughs> You'll love that, Justin, if you listen to that. <laughs> the Man bros are there to stop it, but there's... You've got the Mandalorian who kind of works outside of the yeah framework of a normal Mandalorian... And then you've got Moff, not Moff Gideon. Uh, I'm going to butcher her name. Go ahead and say it. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Boca Raton. Boca Raton. Yeah. You should all you should all vacation to Boca Raton. <laughs> no, don't. Yeah, seriously, don't go anywhere near the state of Florida. And Grogu. So uh, the next two episodes have a lot to address in a short amount of time. Right. Well, it well, and frankly speaking, is you're not going to get resolution. No, it's just setting up either what's going to be the final season or the final two seasons, or or the grander scheme of things. Well, of and Star yeah. Wars, which seems to be leaning toward individual. Well, not even stories? that. It's like they could very well set up something. Say, for instance, by the reuniting of Mandalore. And that, right. that's not going to play in until after the last trilogy and moving into the new movies that they've announced. So, which is the mirror image of the Empire uses the clones, which are basically Mandalores, right? Boba Fett's kid, that's what the Empire uses as all of their stormtroopers well that's what they did back then but remember this is in between um so so they're upgrading as it were oh you're right this is in between holy shit i got my timelines crossed exactly yeah so this is after clone wars thank you and but before the return you know before a new hope so you have the new republic uh new republic the new empire the new whatever you want to fucking call them wait no 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 mando's after jedi return of the jedi but they still have the clones that are all of the og mandalorian yeah that should be but but no so all the clones were and not i guess it, they haven't addressed that actually thank yeah. you which, which is why you're saying you're yin and yang. Yeah, yeah. Of, now okay, they, we've got these. They talked about the droids, the battle exactly, droids and all that. But they did not talk about the quote-unquote clones, yeah. clones. That became stormtroopers. Thank you. And then, but we never which know. Which basically became the Empire at, yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Right? Interesting, yeah. So in Boba yeah, Fett, yeah, was there like a genocide of them or or what? Which there's another Boba Fett coming up, Book of Boba Fett that yeah. has been confirmed season two. Yes, it should have been. Yeah. Okay, so that has, and and 
here's here's my issue and we will probably get into that in a minute of my confusion with the mandalorian because like where does all this stand timeline wise the rando casual I'm using a wrestling term. Viewer, yeah, look at this. Do they look at the whole thing, or they just look at the season and go, "What the fuck? I've watched three seasons of this, and this is what we get." Well, that's get? probably why it's getting the reviews it's getting. We'll get to that in the old man rant. Yeah. Okay, we're go- we're gonna we're gonna move on because I'll talk about this for fucking yeah. sixteen hours. So the Marvels preview, yeah, um, they are leaning into. What they have been establishing with Rochambeau, her name, go ahead. Rambo. Thank you. Yeah. The daughter. Right. Not OG. Yeah. The daughter. Okay. And Kamala Khan, which is the last. Was that the last TV show, right? No, last one was She Hulk, but yeah. Oh, God, that was a little depressing. <laughs> mm. Okay. But, it, it brought Daredevil back, so... It, <clears throat> Sometimes the ends do justify the means. So, but yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But apparently, yeah, with the, with the preview is... All their powers emanate from the same source, so they're all connected. Thank you. So they're all interconnected like a, an organism-ish? Well, so I know... I'm, I'm trying to remember... Avatar... Sorry, I, I and I want to believe it was the Tesseract. So um, correct, Captain Marvel you're, got her powers from the, from the a Tesseract engine exploding, and then she absorbed the that energy from one of the Infinity Stones. Rochambeau, <laughs> no, nope, go ahead. Was um, I got to go back and watch WandaVision, but hers was like through something but which Wanda was the mind stone so it was a tesseract the 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 genesis that's what i was writing down as you were giggling at me the genesis of this well it's like that's what i'm trying to go through in my brain because and we won't know what the movie's not out but go ahead but no. if Rochambeau got her powers via through the scarlet witch the Scarlet Witch was altered by the Mind Stone, not the Tesseract Stone. Correct. And then Kam- so Kamala. So is it, is it just an Infinity Stone connection? But it's like now. Now I'm trying to remember how Kamala got. She Thank got hers you. from the bracelet, right? And, and the bracelet was like the rings in Shang Chi, right? Which, in in. Are, opinion, are imbued with head. some sort of infinity stone power. Correct, but yeah. outside of the of infinity that. stones, yeah. Exactly. So is that what they're is is that what they're is that where they're going? Because since the infinity stones and the infinity gauntlet, they have now established this would be the second stone. Shang Chi, Kamala. Right. Yeah. And now this movie. So this would be the third continuing story with those objects. Yeah. And we don't we don't know if Shang-Chi ties into this, but normally I would say no, but you just made a compelling connection. So it, it, it's just 
Thanks. I and maybe that's that. what the um, so we have the uh, Avengers, Kang Dynasty, and then what's the other Avengers? So you have the Kang Dynasty, and then that multiverse. Yeah. But so maybe they're going to be part of the multiverse because because then you've got the Guardians. Maybe that's the connection. Thank is you. they're connecting to another universe where the Infinity Stones are still correct, yeah. which is where I was hoping the Guardians I went. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's where I was. Hoping Time's up, motherfucker. Oh, my trout. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was having fun with that. Um, we spent too much time on man though. We do that every, every week. Time. talk about Ted Lasso and the False Nine? I believe we should. Here we go. Ready? This is how we're going to start. Woo! Ted! <laughs> have fun! Woo! <laughs> this is fun! That was Rebecca at halftime. Yeah. Oh, Ted Lasso was... That wasn't even her best line in that, in that episode. No, it, it was not. And this Ted Lasso hurt me. In a lot of ways. Okay, here's the thing. I I will say this. There there was at least two moments I got teary-eyed. So when he's scrolling through his phone and he's looking at Dr. So-and-so's See, I missed that the first time. So the second time I watched it, it was like, oh my God. It it hurt. But it's it's the same message every time. It, It hurt me. And... It, it took all of the other exterior variables to get him to where he was at the end. Yeah. And his wife even choked up and went, this is what I've been waiting on. I just jumped from A to Z. Well, no, we're talking, we're, so that's that's one of like the multiple storylines. Right. So, I mean, that's fine exactly. to go with. Well, yeah, yeah which, is, which also I think is something that they haven't, explicitly addressed in the show which is as positive and as open as somebody as ted is is that he's not open about his own life with the people in his life my therapist says the same thing (laughs) just gonna throw that out there okay but exactly yeah like all of this stuff is going great we're leading the league. I've got Zava, who is a god. You know, my coaches are now diamond dogs, and we have a conversation about it. Am I a mess? You're fucking right, you're a mess. <laughs> yes. Like, all of this shit. But the, the show always comes back to what happens on the pitch. And this episode, there's one maybe two episodes a season who that remind you that 
hey, all this other awesome shit that's going on. Keely's got her thing, and she's got her Jack. Yeah, Jack. For Jacqueline. No, not Jacqueline. Oh. Remember, it's because her father wanted a son. Which, oh, which right. I thought I thought Leslie would bring out the like he's a feminine junior, right? So she would be a masculine junior on the on the female yeah, but side. But then he went, I need to go away. Yeah, and well, because he made several bad puns. Well, the, of course, yeah. because that's what he does. Yeah, but he's still he's fantastic. I love him. But he's always there when the final decision gets made. Yeah, right. He's always there. Diamond dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and and Roy Kent goes fuck off, oh, fuck and then halfway through it he went, he's telling the truth. No, no, it was. What did he say? Tell me. It was, it was, what is it? It was. Uh, oh, uh, Nate didn't hurt me. Or he goes, like, fucking lying. Yeah, <laughs> or like perfect, or even like get fucked. Yeah. So <laughs> they. Okay, this show, which is why we talk about it, it's about football. I've been on board since well, NBC got it. But and even so, where it's like, to to go back to the very beginning of that episode, is that what I think draws a lot of people into it is that they're, they're using sports as a metaphor, but to to deal with real things that people go through. Like the opening with uh, Ted and Sassy. And I think every single human being has been on either side of that. Where of course. You think things are going really well. And if you had only had somebody like Sassy to look at you and go, no. Fuck you. You are a total about? fucking mess. And then, and then to use Again, the Uber rating so, <laughs> as the example of why you're a therapist would love this. Because he would be like, see, you're... Basing your thoughts right. on an external, when Sassy goes, the fuck you are. Everybody needs the accountability in their life. Well, the and best part that ties the boat. Go ahead. Her, and say. her line being like, "I'm three years further on from being a mess than what you are," and you're going like, and if you are if if you've had a therapist like yours or if you've come to that realization on your own like that's a huge fucking thing is that like where and i tell i tell my students this all the time which is like you're told by all external factors like you have to have this the the first thing you have to do is you have to love and accept yourself correct and the whole episode and then once you do that all the other things the whole episode that, one of the best lines. This one, yeah, fuck. no, no. Well, because that's what Ted Lesser does. So when he's when Rebecca says, "Sassy was right," yeah. he's like, "Oh, fucking girls talk, girls talk." But not right? even that. He goes, "You know, am I a mess?" And she goes, "Yeah, but oh, that's why course. we get along, but, right?" And and then, and she in that moment admits she's a complete fucking mess. Correct. Without and, and, saying, "Oh, I'm a complete fucking mess." So, uh, Roy Kent believes that because remember at the beginning it's Jamie Tart. It looks like he's sleeping with another female, right? Like they explicitly yeah. say, oh. "Oh, good." He's and everybody. The way the last episode thought was, "Okay, he's fucking Keeley again." No, he's just asleep because he gets cold at top and warm on the, the bottom. bottom. <laughs> and Roy goes, oh, "I can makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can relate." 
So just before he makes Jamie puke from working. Thank you. So, but the way I, I get my point is the way that this show pulls you in one direction, but then swerves you, which is what fucking wrestling should be. <laughs> well, did you notice in that in that shot before the titles? So Sassy gets in her Uber. Yep. And oh. applies the Ted logic. And oh, as, you're so and so. I love you. And as the camera pans, Nate's driving to and it, work, and, and it's and talking then it goes about the, the Wonder Kid. Yeah, yes. And then they cut to the park, but still, that's like after he makes Jamie puke, and then Roy just looks at a passerby in the park. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> and then it's again, it's cyclical because at the very end of the episode, oh yeah, he shows up and. Jamie's like the fuck he is but that's also after in the game Jamie hits the crossbar yep and he looks over and Zava full Zava (laughs) yes but that's not good so we'll back up here so we'll rewind that was one of the best themes because the show does a really good job of each episode but it's not episodic where it was like, okay, someone died. We're yeah. going to resolve it and find the bad guy at the end. It's not like that. There's a... Well, no, that's serial. So they, but... Oh, I got it backwards. So yeah. it's not serial, but it's serial. It's weird. It's like they they do both. Which they are have, good shows. They Lost, have... Lost did it. Yeah. Uh, they have episodes Peaks did that it. stand on their own, right. that you don't need any context coming in or going no. out of. Nope. And then they and then they have, but there's always, but in, there, there's always the weave. of... I mean, even continuing. in Nash, there was continuing character arcs and oh, stuff well, like Matt, that. Yeah. Wait, okay. What I'm just saying, first of all, like, that's what sh- it was. Stop. <laughs> stop. Cheers. Just, even did nope. the same thing. You can never compare Mash to anybody. Ever. Well, no, I, I'm, no, no, I'm using it as a baseline. Okay, you can use it as an example. Yeah. Mash. Don't get me. I, I, never mind. I mean, I was but a that, bigger fan of the movie. That's why I got the poster up. I right know, there. which is why I didn't say anything. <laughs> but the TV show was so fucking good. Okay, people didn't understand back then. We're like, ah, mash, <laughs> and there was a fucking literal cross dressing show. Yeah. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say. But this show does a fantastic job of, okay, this is what we've discussed. This is the seeds we planted for this particular episode. Right. But it's going to tie into everything else. Yeah. Rebecca is the perfect example of this episode. They're playing West Ham. All she sees, she is fucking tunnel vision, blinders on. I need to beat Rupert. Until. Go ahead. I will. Bex shows up. And Go ahead. Where, I will leave it to you. I will say this is that, um, and I, uh, Hannah Waddington did such a remark. I mean, and it's it's one of those things that I always I always look to with great actors. <laughs> is actors. yeah. They died Go ahead. Is yeah, we knew that. Um, it's the small scenes. It's, exactly. it's not the big scenes. 
So when Rupert's current wife, Bex, Bex makes fun of him, her drooling and sleep. Her canned Rebecca's canned laughter. Hannah Hannah Waddington's portrayal of that is so fucking on point in that you can tell like she wants to burst out because it's like ah you like. And, and almost in a way, too, of like, I never had the balls to do Thank that. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. And you're like, doing it to his I wish face. I could have done yeah. that by saying that, oh, he just drools and poops. Our daughter is, <laughs> our, is it a daughter? Yeah. Our daughter, that's all she does. Like her father. The, the look on his face, and, but yet on Rebecca's face. And right. Rebecca's and she's face, building both, this... Sort of, I mean, it's not clear yet, but she's building this bridge nope. with, with the what's going to be the future ex of her ex. Correct. And um, we and we said that off mic that Rebecca loves that shit, but yeah. she can't say it. Right. Like she sees. And that's it. why, yeah. Which is why Rupert Hannah, is so. Hannah fucking played that perfectly as an actress. And then, before all that, she went down. I was like, Ted, I believe in you. I think you could win, but wait. But that's have fun. That's got to be her. Oh, this is fun! Right, trying to play it off as Ted, but I think that's going to be like her character arc. Obviously, I don't say obviously, but what I would surmise for this season is she's she's got to learn how to let go of Rupert, like in all facets of life. And Ted says it to her. Yeah. He says, and that same whole, whoa, let's have fun. He says, you've already won. Yeah. Like, you got rid of him. You've, right. you've won. Like, we'll get Which, to beating him on the pitch. Even eventually. though he's a mess, he can still dole out jewels of wisdom. Exactly. But that he learns from them too, which we'll get to the end. We just spent this entire Now, fuck fucking... it. Let's do it. Let's... So... They... Wait, wait. And then, and then he turns right back around and walks in to the locker room after what we all knew, because we all have brains. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. But we actually, I would say the thing that we didn't know from last season was that Ted repaired the believe sign and put it up before. That was the season the finale. Came back in. He yeah. ripped it and he told Ted Lasso to go fuck himself. Right. Nate. But what we didn't know was that Ted repaired or tried to repair the sign and put it back up before the team and came. And knew out. the whole thing. And so kept, we all knew and kept Nate blowing it, it off yeah. and blowing it off, and it's not a big deal, and it's not a big deal. And he needed to talk to Rebecca, who was the the distraction for the surprise me. Well, I or I'm, we'll get back to that. But the fact that um, Beard. And Roy are just help. No, no, no. Before even before that, are hell bent on showing the security foot. Actually, I'm going to roll that back just a second. So when they find the security footage, no, no, no. Go back further. Well, no, no. Or, or you go. What? Okay. You say what I'm, you want. I'm going to get into the false nine, and I'm going to. Oh wait, wait, no, wait. Go ahead. Before we get yeah, into that, that's so why I stopped when. <laughs> So Trent Krim sees that the sign's torn apart, right? And so then he gets Beard and Roy Kent 
to look at the security footage. So as they're watching the footage and they're explaining it to Ted, they're like, Trent Krim. You fuck this fucking legend. Gets us to look at the security footage. And then Trent Krim goes, well, you you can take the guy out of journalism, but you can't take the the journalist out of the guy. And Roy immediately goes, well, now you ruined it. (laughs) Now you ruined it. This fucking legend. So, you motherfucker. And then it backfires on them. They show it. Well, so here's the thing, which goes back to my initial Hannah comes, sorry, Rebecca comes down. She's yeah. like, I know you can do this, Ted. I believe in you. And, and she's giving off all this tension what she's done the whole week and Ted's been pushing it off and pushing it off like he did with his wife, ex-wife and kid and Nate and all that other stuff. And then she's like, she realizes it and overcorrects. Woo! Have some fun! And then he goes in. That's true. And And his coaches have overcorrected. Exactly. So his boss... And his underlings, that is a horrible word, but his subordinates have each gone in the opposite direction, right? Rebecca's like, it's cool, have fun, we're good, not really, because you need to win, and beard, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Just yell at us, please. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, we fucking deserve it. We fucking just jealously. <laughs> so it, it ends up, long story short, it ends up, we're playing like Italians. Fucking beautiful. Beautiful. They get, they, they get beat. That's like, that's like the second Italian, or there was a Juventus oh, joke. I, I've got a hard on and there this was... entire <laughs> fucking season. They, they have written this for me. Right, yeah. Me. Me only. Well, and I me. like it. I like it now that they've been like, okay, we've been focused on the Premier League, but let's bring in some others. Let's let's lean into the other shit, <laughs> and and it's not only like random. It's it's oh, we're playing like Italians, and the guy <laughs> who was trying to hide his what's a, what's what's a politically correct way to are say you, this? Are you talking about the uh, the gay player? Yes. No, he's Welsh. Yeah, you know, but he he he's like, they're beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was clearly the I love Italian guys because who doesn't? Yeah, but, but he's, yeah, but he's dating an an Asian guy that goes off to Dubai. So yeah, fucking is. lock that down, buddy. Come on, you better. Yeah. He's fucking paid <laughs> in Dubai. So you know, it's just I guess what I'm saying, long form is the writers do not sleep on the the, the spider webs yeah. of the stories that are going outside of quote unquote Ted Lasso and his life. And real quickly, so the the point I wanted to come back to before we let you wrap up with the false nine explanation yeah. is <laughs> um is so they're all harping on Ted about what Nate did to him. But I think that's one of the healthy things Ted is doing is going like, that's not something I need to focus on right now. 
And and so Ted has a therapist in his head, right? Or, or you know, and or he he still has Doctor Sharon on speed dial. He does, but like that idea of like they keep going like, well, you should be mad about this. He's like self awareness. If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. I'm not going to get the backstory in it, but I had um, one of my students ask me, did I watch uh, A Knock at the Cabin? I was like, yeah, yeah. And she goes, before I could even give my take on it, she goes, that's the worst movie in the world. And I, and of course... Go ahead. First question is why. Yeah, well, you know, I don't always get a chance to, but to do a Socratic discussion. Um, Why is it the worst movie in the world? And she proceeds to say... Oh, well, one of the big things that she had a problem with was that she didn't know who the four people were. Now, so I looked at her and then I responded and said, well, there was four of them and it's the apocalypse. So what would that equate to? And I don't know. Um, Okay. And I'm, and I'm not going to go into a big uh, no, diatribe. No, I mean, clearly don't. there is some mis- miseducation because uh, Metallica sang a song. Well, sure, that. yeah. Uh, there was a whole, <laughs> there's a whole uh, defensive line named after them at Notre Dame. <laughs> but so, there are segments of the Bible. The topic of this, which goes into many themes that we've talked about, review bombing mainly and and when we're sitting going like well why why in the world would people be doing this and in the end it's this was an example to me of and this is somebody who's actually active on social media and stuff like that so she probably would have felt like oh i need to do a review of the movie and you're going you don't you don't even understand the basic reference that any person in a Christian nation would understand it, that there's four people at the end of the world. They would maybe represent the four horsemen of the apocalypse. As, <clears throat> as stated in right. the, the four Right, disasters. just four, yeah. Yep. That, and, that, um, that are also stated in the movie. And so a lot of what we've been complaining about here, and I don't, I'm not necessarily going to say it's like a generational thing. No. <laughs> Sorry, but um, but it's this, and going even back to Ebert and Siskel, yeah. Siskel and Ebert Did and, I say and Roper, that right? yeah, or Siskel, but you didn't need to add the S H in there. But what people thought of them as being pretentious was a lot of the things that I'm saying right now is that a lot of Roger Ebert's kind of critiques were okay we see what you were going for but you completely missed the most obvious point yeah, of you, going you, into you lost the plot <laughs> right straight up and which is my thing when i said that i love the movie and the book right like mm-hmm. 
there were variations in it, but at the same time, well, and even me, like I didn't read the book, but I got what was going on. But that's because I have, I paid attention at various points in my life. Again, I didn't getting, just re- getting to rely your, on somebody from TikTok to un, tell me every un- fucking educated. thing. Or, or like, or miseducated or misinformed <laughs> or uninformed people. But, and, you know, not to get into a whole review no, of the internet or, or shit like that. Because I would love to. we all know that that's been going on forever. But <sighs> when you are. Damn it. Let me open it up to a bigger discussion. It's like, this is the problem with an open democracy. Is that, yes, you have to deal with people who have no clue what they're talking about. Okay, I, I get the, the pros and cons, one side versus the other. But I draw the line at... I, I don't know how to say this. Not not fact and fiction, but framework. Right, yeah. This is the framework that has been established in this particular um, entertainment alley. Like, this is a book. What, or yeah, I mean, like, let's, let's think about the levels involved in this. So there's... Right. So there's the writer of the book, and he's like, look, I'm going to take this biblical idea, and I'm going to put it into a modern context, right. and I'm going to build and, these and, characters and I'm around gonna, it. I'm going to use right. the uh, strangers people invade. Right. Uh-huh. But I don't want to use the same trope. But so that I'm going to use this trope. But that they are somehow associated either directly or indirectly with, with the people involved. And then... That carries on to the screenwriter right. and 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 the director of like, okay, I'm gonna adapt this and I'm gonna try and be honest to the material, but I'm gonna try and do a little I've gotta make it make it interesting. And then you present that to an audience and the audience doesn't understand one reference you're making. No. Like, is that the filmmakers? No. That that is Fault? that no. that is the which is an overall representation of the audience, right? Not being informed. Thank you, because I was going to say educated, and that's not the word. Well, yeah, but and and then too, it's like if if we have watched that movie, me and you, knowing knowing that base knowledge going into it, and they had had a scene where I don't know, maybe there's a priest or a preacher or something being like. You know, reading from the Bible, we would have been like, "Oh, like, well, that scene ruined no, the whole fucking exactly, movie." Because it was, it was taking a sledgehammer to you, yeah. and I don't. The reason The Shining worked is because right. it, it it did not. I got a better bash one you for over you. the oh okay bash you over the head yeah. with all of the things of the movie. Right? Right, yeah. Half of the audience, maybe 60%, just looked at it as, okay, Jack Nicholas is a bad golfer and he's a bad human. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for going to the Ohio State. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I 
couldn't help us. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Okay, so he's a bad guy, right? He's horrible to his family. He breaks his kid's arm. He's trying to get shit together. He's He's an an alcoholic. alcoholic. (laughs) Right, like all these horrible fucking shit. And he just happens to go to the most mystical hotel in the entire universe. The the most mystical evil entity on the planet. Right. right, like you don't take all that shit into account. It's just like, oh, look, move there. He can't write his book. He's gonna take it out on his wife and kid. No, there are layers. <laughs> What's well, say? Like, it's like that would have been. Um, uh, who was the? Um, who is the helper at the? Or oh, O'Hallahan. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, um, um, you know what? Who I mean? I hate you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I threw out the wrong. But like, if they had had a scene where he all of a sudden starts explaining like the entire Dark Tower right. scenario, you'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" No. But Hall- stick- Halloran. 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 Yeah. So sticking with the same director. Oh God, we're gonna go down this hole. Well, no, no, I'm just saying. No, it's we that, got time. And so this is the one that I run into all the time, and. When I, you know, people go, I either get asked or it comes up in conversation. And 2001, A Space Odyssey. And of course, I'm on the side of, it's one of, if not the greatest film ever created. And then the the counter argument I get is... You're well, on the good side. Well, I know. Okay. Because, because I pay attention. Just, just saying. You're on the good side. But there's that point where people go like, what? I have no idea. It's boring and I have no idea what's going on. And then, and every time I get in that conversation, I'm going like, okay, the opening scene, what happens? The monolith shows, it's like, so there's, there's primitive apes, monolith shows up, they learn how to use tools, they evolve. So All there right. we go. That is the and then we that jump. is the inception yeah. point of humanity. Go ahead. Well, yeah, or or just it's just showing evolution. Look, and then we jump forward to an the future. Way of saying, yeah, it. okay. Well, because it plays into the end scene, but we jump forward to the future, and then where you have you know space technology, you have AI, and. This is also the basis for all the alien movies as well. But Shh, you confuse people. Yeah, no. But you have so there's an AI with a directive of seek out new life and anything interesting in the universe. That is the directive of this entire expedition. Right. Yep. And so whether with based compu- on previous with a experience computer programmed right. to run assist Go ahead. But either way, you end up with the, yeah, the computer evolves and decides it's safer to move without astronauts than with them. And then after they shut down the AI, HAL 2000, then um, Dave gets in his pod and he's transported across, like through like a wormhole, through the monolith. Which which is what? Go yeah, ahead. Go, and then, go ahead. And granted, it's like, so this is science fiction, so it takes leaps. But then he's put in like a containment vessel. And if you've ever read Slaughterhouse Five, you would understand what a viewing receptacle would be. If you haven't, you, you please, need to please read that fucking book. 
God. Yeah. Um, Twice. <laughs> and then, but then towards the end of Dave's life, the monolith shows up and he evolves into a gigantic space baby. But, you know. But. But then. But it's, he took. Well, but. All of that shit that But then it moves before. into the scientific, philosophical, philosophical ideas that, yeah. of. Of that, like, you know, an embryonic sack is its own universe or, you know, and then equate that on out and on out and uh, on out. Again, again. Right. Oh, look, they went nine, six. Right. You just exponentially right, yeah. grow this idea. It's not, and there, like, there's nothing, if you pay attention to the movie, but the, yeah, granted, like, you have to go through sequences of Kubrick showing off his uh, visual effects, no, no, which no, no, are no, stunning no. in themselves. You're wrong. You have to go through sequences yeah. of Kubrick going, this is my cock. Yeah, I would say and, that, and laying I, it out on the table. And yeah. I can do whatever the fuck I want, and half of you will get it, and the other half will go, man, that's a good movie. Well, and, and, and like... And the thing is, it works in that Oh, way. my God, like does it work? There's other variations, and, like, Barry Lyndon. He got <sighs> NASA to give him, like, Hubble telescope lenses so he could shoot in candlelight. And the movie looks <laughs> amazing. Same as, like, Terrence Malick movies. They're just uh, well, beautiful. Terrence Malick movies are... They're beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But the story was just... Trash. Yeah. So. There's only so much you can do. Uh, Arrival, but this, Arrival was kind of that on my yeah. scale. Uh, but coming back to the original point is, it there there is this um, disconnect. No, no, no. I'm tr- I'm trying to think where within the entertainment industry is okay. now some elements of it are better equipped than others. But say movies and TV. What? How do you try and push the envelope when your audience is more ignorant than ever? No, God damn it, Soviet Union, <laughs> USSR. I keep which I think will leads into your just straight up old man rant. I I don't know. <sighs> okay. Yes. How do you deal with a society that doesn't read or pay attention? Like (laughs) you create your own inflections. (laughs) Do you want? Do you like want this? But that is not their talking point. Their talking point is the inflection. I am cool. What coffee do you need? (laughs) No, that is not you. You have evolved is a evolved is eighty seven levels above you making up your own language, which it 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 all boils down to this: the dumbing down of everything. Okay, like I I can't even have. So back in the day, I could enjoy the thing for what it was. 
But what people don't understand is the, the, the allegory of what makes us human, right? And I just did the human. <laughs> oh, what did I do? Yes. So, but th- that's the thing, right? It's like, what, what makes us human? You've got this thing who is trying to copy human beings, but can't because of all of the fake shit in them. Okay. That, that, and people don't understand that. It's like, oh, there's a bad guy is a thing who can mimic human beings. And then we've got the movie Mimic, and then we've got all this shit, Blase. Well, or, or to wrangle this a bit, so like, where I'm going to give you or an example from my... Oh, God. Well, okay. no, I'm just saying no, no, it's... No, no. Uh, so... One one of the things my dad taught me. Oh, this would be beautiful. Positive things, which is, so when you when you like a particular m- musical artist, you backtrack to understand how they got there. Mm-hmm. So, like for instance, if I like the Allman Brothers, so where do what music did? Greg Allman listened to, and then what you was start, that inception yeah. point? That and then started. you start listening to all these other things that like build into that. Same as like are, our are, are, our list. Are, are you doing Robert? Well, no, I just said we or even with like Nirvana, like and no. you go, oh okay. So in all the interviews that Kurt Cobain gave, he talked about Black Flag. He talked about the Sex Pistols. Now that was back when I was like ten years old when they got big. So. Then at like eleven and twelve, I'm I'm buying Henry Rollins records. I'm getting into the Sex Pistols, and then the Sex Pistols lead into the Clash, and then I realize, hey, oh, the Clash is the greatest band to ever exist, and, and, then, and, and then we're done. So, but you know, again, backtracking to the yeah. inception point. Same as yeah, you you see a preview for a film, and you go, well, that reminds me of this, or oh, it's based on this book. And whether you read the book before or after, but you know, or watch the or play the video game before oh, or after. You, God <laughs> damn it! You just, yep, yep, yep. There are so many. Oh, there, there are so few original concepts. Uh, concepts, not the word. Um, but even then, ideas. Yeah, that fall back on the. We started like, with the four horsemen of the apocalypse, right? Yeah. right? With but what's the, the point of doing that if nobody knows about that anymore? Thank you. And, and I I hate to be the guy that beats people over the head with a hammer, but wake the fuck up! There's a reason that the Matrix made billions of dollars. Yeah. And people and don't brought, realize that. They're just like Plato back into normal fucking, discussion. And 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 the thing is that that's lost on ninety percent of the population. Yeah. It's not just like, oh look, it's Keanu Reeves doing Kung Fu. No, 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 not no, just no, kids, no. But yeah. No. It is the Cave allegory. Thank you. God damn it. <laughs> I just I'm gonna stop. Oh, I'm gonna stop. But
Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>